everyone. Welcome to the newest episode of Movies with My Mother. I, of course, am Lexi. And I'm Mom Lori. And today we watched Coming to America. We did. <laughs> um, movie is uh, rated R. It was a hard R for language, a little bit of nudity. Well, I only saw boobs. I didn't see anything else. And there was some smoking in it, you know, which is now a big thing. Smoking and drinking, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's from 1988, and it clocked in at about an hour and 57 minutes. It was a longer movie. Yeah, and it, it I read somewhere that it was rather draggy, and there were parts that were a little draggy. Yeah. I felt. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say that they needed to be removed altogether. N- no, no, I don't think so. No. And it was directed by John Landis. Yes. It got a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. 47 on Metascore, mm. which I think is real low. Wow. Okay. And 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Which is right about where it should be, I think. Yeah. Usually IMDb skews a little low, but I think I think that is a fair representation. Okay. Because it wasn't high art. No, no. But it was fun. It was. It was. I felt it was a nice movie. Yeah. And it's packed with big names. Big names. Um, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Uh, John Amos, Louis Anderson. Uh, it was a debut for Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Donna Michi and Ralph Bellamy. Those are, those are big names from years ago. And they were in John Landis's prior outing with Eddie Murphy uh, right. from Trading Spaces. Right. Which we just watched that again recently. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, lots of big names. Big names. Paul Bates, Madge Sinclair. Yes. Um, Eric LaSalle. Yes. Garcelle Bouvet. Um, she was one of the flower bearers. Yes. But she had a very familiar face. She's a, she's an actress. Mm-hmm. She... I think the most recent thing I have seen her in, in movie-wise, is she played a girlfriend of Peter Parker's mother. The mother of Peter Parker's girlfriend in a Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay. She's a gorgeous woman. Yes. And currently she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Hot dog. (laughs) She's (laughs) just among those crazy bitches. Yeah. It did the money... Did you did you see the money? I did look at the money. I thought that it, they spent a lot of money b- making this. Yes. But then I also read that Eddie Murphy got quite a large chunk of money to do it. I $600,000, I, I didn't think. see his salary. Let me see if I can find where I wrote that. Yep. Oh no, he got 8 million. Oh my god. Plus 20 or 15% of rental. That's which on the in 1988? $8 million? Uh, Out I'll the look, door? I'll look it up, but I think so. Holy crap. Landis got 600000 plus 10% of gross, which he made ba- bacon yeah. there. Yeah. So, wow. $8 million was would have been a big chunk of... Um, 40 years ago, that was a lot of money. Right. And that would have been a big chunk of the overall money spent. Yeah. Did you write down how much... The budget was? The budget was about $30 million. Okay. So there was a lot involved. Right. And worldwide gross was uh, about $288.7 million, 288. Wow. Yeah. That, so, 
So 10% of the gross, he got a good paycheck, Landis did. Yeah. And we know that this was right at the height of movie rental time. So I am sure uh, he made some bank on 15% Murphy. 15% of Murphy rental? Murphy made some bank on rental. Absolutely. Yeah. I also saw that he had demands. Yes. I wrote that down. Okay, I did not. I did see that, though. Uh, Eddie Murphy's demands included $1,500 a week for his personal trainer. Yeah. Yes. A round-the-clock, 24-7 chauffeur service and a valet. <laughs> okay. And $1,000 a week for his brother to be his stand-in. Right. And I'm assuming that's Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Must have been. Because he, on um, Chappelle's show, Charlie Murphy was a, a bit player, and he he kind of came to the forefront when he would tell his real Hollywood stories. Oh. And, you know, he met Prince, and he met Rick James, and all of, th just these crazy stories of nights out with Eddie Murphy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This film debuted at number one. It was the highest earning film that year. Really? Yep. Now it's the third highest grossing film in the U.S. Third highest grossing in the U.S.? Currently, yes. Behind, like, Titanic and Avatar? Right. So really? That's what, um, you know, but you know the computer does lie to you. Well. <laughs> but I believe it. I believe it. Sure. Uh, several people think that the worldwide gross was closer to $350 million, But, you know, I like your number better. It sounds like a round number. Yeah. It really wasn't critically acclaimed. But there again, like we said, it's a comedy. It's not going to be in the Oscars. Right. The basic plot is a pampered prince travels to New York, Queens specifically, yeah. to find love on his own terms against his father, the king's wishes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's the long that's and short of it. That is, that's the whole movie. And the hilarity that ensued. <laughs> his, poor, his poor servant. Arsenio Hall just dragging behind him like, no. <laughs> I know. We need more money. Poor thing. <laughs> that Western Union lady was just like, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I need some pocket money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, Eddie Murphy goes on to do movies where he plays multiple people yep this was the first instance of him doing that right and i think he kind of liked it or he wouldn't have done it again no yeah and after he got the first time he got in the um the little jewish man makeup <laughs> he, he drove around the studios and went into offices and said in his normal voice i'm eddie murphy and people were like no go away old man yeah get, get out of here. here right <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, and I thought that the, all of those people were fun. Yeah. There was only one time in the barber shop when Arsenio Hall re reared back and his neck was funny. You could tell the the Jewish man makeup, they didn't get into his ears all the way. You could you could oh, tell the skin tone difference in his I, ears. I did not notice that. And it was only like just little brief shots, but I was looking for anything that would give him away. Okay. Okay. Um, I was not, so that was good. John Landis said that it was his idea for Eddie Murphy to do the old Jewish man character as payback for Jewish comedians wearing blackface uh, in vaudeville. Right. And um, uh, did it work? I, I don't know. Were, were <laughs> we supposed to be offended? 
No, I mean, was that what John Landis was aiming at? I don't know. I d- I didn't really care. No, I thought it. If it were an old white guy doing blackface, I would have been offended. But yeah, and again, I don't care. No, I mean it. It of course in a barber shop in Queens, There's no matter who was running it, there'd be a little old Jewish man sitting there. Yeah, right. And Cuba Gooding Jr. originally had a speaking part. He said, "I don't have money to pay for my haircut," you know, and then stuff ensued. But that was cut. Yeah, they didn't, nobody liked that part of it. So. He he just was sitting in the chair. <laughs> but he looked a lot. Of, I'm not really thinking about it, not really putting like the time on it. I, I was expecting a very a much smaller Cuba Gooding Jr. That, oh. that looked like a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting a, a baby Cuba Jr. Well, I think that all of those movies he was in, Boys in the Hood, Few Good Men, Johnny McGuire were all in the right. late 80s, weren't they? Right, no, those were the early to mid 90s. Oh. So, like, why wouldn't my brain think that he was a teenage boy? Oh. But you know, I didn't connect that. But yeah. But in my head, I was expecting a baby. Oh, just a little baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I it was that was weird. This was written by a an idea that Murphy had and he had um David Sheffield and Barry Blonstein, Blaustein, Blaustein, Bluestein, who are both comedy writers from Saturday Night Live and other things like that. Oh, okay. That helped did or that did the screenplay of it. Right. But there was some kind of controversy because Paramount had what are they? What is it called? Licensed a a movie that or a, a an idea, I guess it would be. They did they option it? They optioned it. Yeah. Where did I write that? In 1988, they optioned a... No, before that, because the lawsuit was in 1988. Art Buckwald claimed that uh, that was his story and that Paramount... That was from 80, in 82. They optioned it, this thing from Art Buckwald. Oh. And in the end, Art Buckwald did uh, win a breach of contract suit from Paramount. Really? Because of it. That's I read that it the movie had five lawsuits, but and the only yes. one that went to court was that one. Yes. And uh, Blaustein said that the controversy uh, lost him and Sheffield's membership in the uh, Academy of Motion Pictures right. and Sciences. Uh, the, they those two were the fallout from yeah they were the whole shebangabang yeah, and which I don't understand. Well, somebody's got to take the fall. I I know that. And I'd rather it you than me the studio. But Eddie Murphy claimed that it was his story. So was it? I don't know. Also, it lists, it, in the very beginning of the movie, it flashes up on the screen in Eddie Murphy production. Eddie Murphy is not a producer on the film. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he, is, he was not a producer at the time. So, But maybe he did, he, I don't know. I did read that Eddie Murphy handpicked John Landis for this. Right, because he enjoyed the the type of work he did in trading places. Right. And uh he said that the studio was hesitant to hire John Landis because he had had a string of failures. Right. And the uh notorious the controversy surrounding Twilight Zone the movie. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was just like you're you're going to hire that guy or I'm going to walk. Yeah, they he kind of strong-armed him to, uh, to do it. But then then during filming John Landis and Eddie Murphy butted heads a lot. A lot. And Eddie Murphy said he was never going to work with him again. Right. 
and he claimed he had his first and last drink during that movie. Really? Of course, he sounds like he chugged a fifth of vodka, but, you know, well, that's one big drink. That'll make you change your mind about a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Praying to the porcelain gods. Oh, me and vodka don't get along like that anymore. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No. No, but it just sounds like this Landis guy is, is a, a oh, he's not a, a nice guy. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. We can we can just be bold with it. Yeah. <laughs> he signed a petition in 2009 t- to in support of Ro- Roman Polanski. Well, right there, you well, know. You can be a brilliant filmmaker and a shitty human being. I guess. It is possible, but at some point in time, uh, the rape of a minor really has to outweigh being a good filmmaker. Right, right, <laughs> right. But... Eddie Murphy really liked the way he worked in that first movie and then did this and they butted heads because I think that um, Eddie Murphy had grown as an actor. Right. And Landis had expected him to be the same as he was, what, four, five, six years ago when he did the la- the other movie? Yeah. But then six years later, they worked on the next movie. Right. They did uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 together. Right. Uh, and again, M- Eddie Murphy asked for him. Right. Right. So so he must like his style, but not his, his person? I don't know. Maybe they just figured they can make a lot of money together. Yeah. That's really, that would be the only motivation for me to get over a lot of hurt feelings. Yeah. Make and me a lot of money. And John Landis is tied to lots of lots of money. Animal House, Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, lots of money. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy, uh, or no, John Landis was kind of in with Don Rickles and Donald Sutherland. Okay. And that's what maybe propelled him a little bit further in his career because at that time when when he was working with those guys early on, that was when he was young, you know, having big names behind you are is a good thing. Yeah. You always want that big name behind you. Yep. Yep. Speaking of their work on Trading Places, the two homeless men that – Eddie Murphy gives that bag of money to yep. are the Duke brothers from Trading Places. Correct. Don Amici We're back. and Ralph Bellamy. Ralph Bellamy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I thought, and both of those guys were big stars in their days, too. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of young people don't recognize either one of those names, but I do, and they were. What else? Uh, the name of the fictional African country... Uh, Zamunda Zum- was taken. Mm-hmm. Zamunda, Zamunda was taken from a Richard Pryor routine. Yes, because originally it was supposed to be Zamuda. Zamuda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Zamudas from Toledo. <laughs> I the thought that was interesting. The man at the barber shop, because he's African from Africa, they call him Kunta Kinte, <laughs> which <laughs> yes <laughs> is. So wrong, but exactly what grown men would do. Correct. Just teasing each other. Yes. Um, Madge Sinclair, who played Akeem's mother, was Kunta Kinte's wife. Yes. And John Amos had in a role in the sequel. The movie, too, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, um, they made a big deal about, in the trivia the big lion sash that he's wearing. Yes. That the king is wearing when he comes to New York. 
James Earl Jones later went on to play King Mufasa in The Lion King. Oh, yes! And Madge Sinclair was his wife uh-huh. in the movie. Oh. <laughs> so okay. I thought that was pretty cool. I missed that. Well, hello. Yeah. Oh, Louis Anderson, he he kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. He did. And it. I read that uh, the studio was just like, you know, you have to get a white person in this movie. Yes, I read that too. And that's how Louis Anderson got that role. They they went so far as to give uh, uh, Murphy a list of actors that they wanted to see in there. And um, both Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy knew uh, and liked Louis Anderson for having worked with him before. So they, I, I would assume on Saturday Night Live. I don't know. But that's so that's why they picked him. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what they, they knew that knew him. So I thought that's odd. I mean, there were other white people in the movie. What why did it have to have one more? I don't know. I don't either. Sidney Poitier was considered yes. for the role of King Joffy Joffer. Yes, I read that and I couldn't picture it. No. Because the way James Earl Jones speaks, the way he carries himself, it's completely different than Sidney Poitier. Yes, yes. It would have been wholly different. It would have been, and I don't know if it would have been better. I don't I don't know. I, I see Sidney Poitier as very refined and very, very educated. And, you know, I, I, I don't see him as a kingly guy. Right, where, as we know, James Earl Jones, he didn't play Darth Vader, but he voiced Darth Vader. Right. And, but you can't, sometimes you can't disassociate Separate the two. Separate them, yep. yeah. So And it's his voice. That it's is Darth Vader. Yeah, it's his voice that everyone knows. And yeah, and Darth Vader ruled the galaxy, so yeah, why wouldn't he be a king? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Vanessa Williams was considered for the role of Lisa McDowell. Yes, I read that too. I think she's too fancy. When I read that, I thought, oh, but she's so fancy. I think at that time, though, that whole Playboy thing was still, f- still, uh, oh, still lingering around her. Oh, okay. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was the the reason she didn't get the role or not cuz she is a gorgeous woman she's she a is. gorgeous gorgeous woman very and not that this she's that a fine actor right not that this girl wasn't uh Sh- Sherry Headley Headley I think not that she's not a very lovely woman but i i see Vanessa Williams as real uppity oh my gosh is it, is that better yeah <laughs> Okay, your your microphone doesn't like your phone. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, not at all. So there's no sneaking it in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. And again, you know, I get these pictures of people in my mind, and I couldn't see Vanessa Williams playing that part. Right. I just couldn't see it. But I'm sure if, if it had been her, I would have been able to see it. But I don't know. You know, you never know. But I find that odd that always in a movie... This or that person was going to be this or that guy. And I, wow. Yeah. And we always say that. Well, that wouldn't have been right. Yeah, that wouldn't have been right. <laughs> so who are we? We're crazy. Um, <laughs> Paula Abdul. Yes. Choreographed the African dance scene at, at uh, I guess, the wedding announcement in the beginning. 
Yes. And it was a lot of uh, high-tempo thriller dances. Yeah. Which can expect John Landis because he did Thriller. Yep. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, and um, the dance sequence was only to a drumbeat because Nile Rodgers hadn't finished the score. Oh, I didn't read that. Oh, no. And the shooting of the sequence took a full day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How interesting. <laughs> to just a drumbeat because he didn't finish it. <laughs> Oops. Nile Rogers of um, Chic. Yes. Fame. Uh, he works a lot with Duran Duran. I, that's where I know him from. Mm -hmm. I knew the name right away when I saw it on the credits. Yeah. That, oh, I, I recognize that name. The makeup artist, Rick Baker, mm -hmm. is has done pretty much all of the movies that we've ever seen. Yes. He did makeup for Star Wars, The Howling. Oh. Um, an American Werewolf in London. Mm -hmm. He did the makeup for Thriller. Mm -hmm. Almost all of the Eddie Murphy movies. Yes. And uh, Escape from L.A. starring Bruce Campbell. Oh. Well, he's got a small role in that. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell is the main character in Escape from L.A. Okay. Yeah. All righty. And Deborah Nadoman. Okay. She did the costumes. Sure. That's Landis's wife. Oh, okay. She was a costume designer before and is still, I guess. Oh. But I thought, that's interesting. Yeah. But the co the the dress was fantastic. There were a lot of very interesting clothing going on here. I liked it. Yes, me too. I want to dress like that. I, I just, I just want to look beautiful. I just want to look fancy. Yes. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also need somebody to bathe me and yes, wipe my ass and right. <laughs> I just need somebody to take care of me. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> I need a wife, yeah, somebody yeah. who's cooking and cleaning and taking care of the groceries. Yeah, because this wife doesn't do that, right? I need a husband. <laughs> you know, somebody to take care of the car, gas it up. Um, Ugh, put I air in my tires, you know. I, I had to I pump my own gas the other day, and oh, it sucked. Lex, what, what happened? I, it's because I told Justin not to worry about it, and then then I was, like, running on fumes, and I'm like, shit. Oh. I've got places to go. I can't, I can't wait for him to do it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> how, how awful <laughs> for you and your hands. <laughs> See? You need a, a husband, an extra husband, too. Yeah. I need a couple of wives, a couple of husbands. I, You know what? I absolutely need a couple of teenagers, too, to do the stuff. What stuff? Do the stuff that the wives and the husbands don't do. I remember being a teenager, and I didn't do anything. Well, that was part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do anything? No, man. I... I did my damnedest to get out of everything. Oh, okay. Well, you have a little sister. She didn't do anything either. Okay. Ow. <laughs> All right. Let's skip over this part where mother looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, all I got Blythe to do was break stuff. Yes, that is true. So that's, I mean, that's all we you, could figure out how to do with ourselves. You were very good at getting her in trouble. She was very good at beating me up for it so yeah, well you know lexi starts a fight 
Lexi right, gets hurt. Right up until she gets an eye poked out. Yeah, it sucked. I know. <laughs> That's because I wasn't trying to hurt her. She was trying to hurt me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, shame on both of you. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I did enjoy this movie. Yeah. It. I. I wasn't, again, expecting that it would be entertaining. We had a nice theme meal from McDonald's. Yeah. Or McDowell's, either way. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, John Amos apparently has had a long history with McDonald's. Yes. He worked at one of the first ever McDonald's restaurants in Canada. Uh-huh. And he starred in a song and dance McDonald's commercial from 1971. Yes. Yeah. I read that. i <laughs> How interesting. Isn't that funny that it would be? Yeah. I wonder if that's how he had a McDonald's manual. I don't know. Because that was a, a legitimate McDonald's operations manual? operations manu- manual in the movie. Oh, I can understand them being upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it gave McDonald's in a good light. I mean, I didn't think that it was a bad light that they made out of it. No. Although they, you know, they did take every every tiny bit of McDonald's. <laughs> I don't remember such fancy uniforms, but I know when I was a kid they had different uni- they had uniforms that they wore. Right. So, you know. Yeah. But holy cow, that was a McDonald's. It, it was everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I like the little tans, though, Yes, that they had to wear. Th- those were pretty cute. <laughs> the plaid tams, yes. Yeah. The last little bit of trivia I have is that um, Akeem calls one of the baby elephants Babar. Yes. Babar the elephant. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And uh, his apartment building was actually in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yes. Not Queens. I-, I think pretty much all of it was in Williamsburg and not in Queens. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> You're right. I thought that was fun. In nineteen, in 2015, John Landis wanted to do a director's cut of the movie. Oh, okay. On to Blu-ray, but oh, uh, I saw something about that, but I didn't read it all. Paramount said no because it was such a successful movie. He wanted to cut out the parts where I yeah I see where it says it's slow. He oh. wanted to cut those parts out and do it a little speedier. Oh, get to where he wanted to go faster. Well, the whole point of a director's cut is to make it longer, to have to fill it up, not make it shorter. Well, that's what I thought when I read this, but you know, I, I, and to have all those extra things that didn't really make it into the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And instead, he wanted to cut things out, and Paramount said absolutely not. The movie was too successful. Yeah. But, well, good for them. You know, they don't. You don't want to hurt your movie no and they did make a, a sequel just in the last couple of years coming to america too mm-hmm. i did not watch it i didn't have any interest in it because i feel like i feel like sequels that are done so far out of time out of time yeah that it's just not funny what it would what would the need have to come back to america been i don't know his his kids were looking to get married i don't know oh i i i I have no idea. I have no idea about the movie. I did read that there was a second movie, and and I just and I remember they made a huge deal. I think they, I think it aired exclusively on Amazon Prime, and it was a big deal. And I was just like, I will never watch this. 
Okay. I, I don't think I would either. This was the entire premise. Right. Right here was the entire thing. He came here looking for his own wife, not uh, his arranged marriage. Right. What more is there to do? I don't understand. I don't either. That's why I was just like, what, eh. Was it also Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Maybe they came back looking for somebody for Arsenio. Uh, well, I mean, they're 60-year-old men now. Well, that <laughs> that's true, and they both look a little rough. They were both very pretty in this movie. Yes. Very pretty. Yeah. Did you, see, did you watch those eyebrows on Arsenio? Good Lord. Yep. I wish mine were shaped that well. I know it. <laughs> and and the the clothes, e- even the bad clothes were nice clothes. Yeah. Those goofy ass <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> the, that was uh, yeah, that was our first thing. Whoa, look at those. <laughs> I said, are those boy scout sweaters? <laughs> they could have been. <laughs> but that was so funny. All those women. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Are all the are all the women here mentally damaged? <laughs> <laughs> yes, all, all of those women were. Yes, they are. Even the one that wasn't a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but let's face it, he makes a good-looking woman, doesn't he? Arsenio Hall, he gave it his best work. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> he gets an A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. But yes, they were both very, very good looking men. Yeah. And uh I can't imagine them looking that good now. Um, Maddie Murphy looks pretty good for a sixty year old man, but ca- but again, you know, black doesn't crack. Yeah. Well yeah. And you know, he's got like fifty eight kids. Oh my gosh, yes. He looks fab he he doesn't I wouldn't put him out of his forties just looking at him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't look. E- I tr- started to look Arsenio Hall up, but I didn't finish that, and yeah. I'm not going to do it now. No, because I don't want to mess up with this computer again. <laughs> it yells at you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, wow. But uh, you know, back in the '80s, I might have looked a little better too. No, uh-uh. No, I had a terrible perm at that time. Oh, a terrible perm. No, you were just a sweet girl. Yeah. Okay. Terrible perm. <laughs> All right. I did wear my Soul Glow shirt in honor of uh, today's episode. Yes. I, I posted it on our Facebook. And a flannel. And a flannel. I don't have any red plaid, but Big Daddy just got this new flannel shirt that fits me real good. <laughs> so Big Daddy just lost a shirt. Well, he doesn't know that he lost it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. He'll well, find out. Yeah. When he comes home and sees you in it. He'll be like, oh, man. <laughs> Again? That's my favorite one. He didn't even know it was his favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's go back to our meal. We had, be- oh, because yeah. we watched these movies, you know, at the butt crack of dawn, uh-huh. we had breakfast at McDonald's rather than lunch. And right. uh, Not that I don't enjoy a McDonald's lunch now and again. We had sausage biscuits, yeah, and frappes, yeah, which were both delicious. Alexis also had a hash brown. I had a hash brown. I was afraid of the hash brown. It was. It would have been too much for you. I think so because I did just have my gallbladder out, right? 
what, four days ago, five days ago? Yes. And I think that it might not have gone down well. I, th- I think you would have been in some pain. But I think that I have made a... Stunning recovery. OMG, yes. Yes. I, I would, yeah. I was so worried about it and so worried about the recovery and n- none of it happened. No, you've been a champ. Yeah, I, I have not even taken a single Percocet. Holy caps. I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, and I think so. I just feel so much better. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So that's why we're having McDonald's. for. Don't, yeah. don't tell my doctor. <laughs> I was worried about <laughs> the McDonald's. but a sausage biscuit for breakfast. Boy, it tasted good. It did. It was a perfect biscuit. Yep. And my tummy is not upset. Really? Nope. Good. That's good. Not at all. Because I was worried. I have been sipping at my coffee milkshake, because that's what I call them. Yes. And uh, my tummy is not hurting yet either. Nope. But I was done with mine before you were done with yours. Yeah. I had a, I haven't had one of those in, well, since I started battling this stomach gallbladder thing over a year. Well. And it was delicious. I have been on a bit of a weight loss journey, um, and... and because my appetite has changed, uh, and I think that's medication-based, but um, I just, I don't... You don't want one of those anymore. I don't and have them very often. And you know... And I mean, it didn't rock my world. I tasted fine, right. but it didn't... It it wasn't a huge treat like it used to be. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Gosh, I used to really look forward to a mocha frappe. It was just okay. It was, yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. And as you can see, I haven't finished it yet. No. Well, I poured mine out. Yeah. I, I was completely done with it. So. So I guess that's a good step. Yeah. I'm I also wearing know. the tight jeans today. The one, the ones that are that are a little tighter than Ooh, the okay. other ones. But I'm feeling good. No, no jeans yet. Nothing around my belly yet. Yeah. No. Maybe not until your glue falls off. Yeah. Which might be soon. Lex already had to cut a hunk of one off already. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. You have to do... At least there's no wound care for you to take care of. Yeah. Wow. I would do it. I know you would, but... It wouldn't bother me to do it, but it is not my favorite thing to do. 20 years ago, there would have been a gaping wound to take care of. Yeah. They didn't do it laparoscopically. They cut you about in half. Yeah. Uh, ooh, they need to get both hands in there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm glad that I have these four little. Well, not little. Well, one is little. <laughs> these four giant holes in my belly. Like <laughs> could be a lot worse. Cutting glue off of one. Cause yeah, it's flapping. <laughs> it's pretty gross. I didn't want it to to rip off. Medical grossness is is a lot different to me than just like gross, gross. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. I can handle medical gross. Yeah, because oh yeah, I want to see it. That's um a girl at work had some work done and it got infected. <gasps> it, it she had a hell of a time with it. Ooh. And she's just like, "Do you want to see the pictures?" And I'm like, "Of course yes. I want to see the pictures. Why? <laughs> why are you even asking? Just show them to me." <laughs> and oh boy, they were, they were rough, huh? They were rough. I I. I actually recoiled at one, Ooh. and I was just like, "Oh, I'm sorry. That that actually that upset me a little bit." But oh. <laughs> yeah, and it was on her body. Yeah, I was like, "Ooh, 
I know. I love looking at stuff. I have all kinds of pictures from when I had my foot worked on. Yeah. Uh, my knee. I mean, ooh, cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> no tie-in with today's movie. There were no in- no grievous injuries. There were none. There were none. <laughs> uh, although Samuel L. Jackson could have sustained a pretty bad injury. Oh. When, when he unscrewed that handle of that mop. I thought he's going to do a beat down on Samuel. Oh, yeah. He was going to beat his ass. I was waiting for it. And then the way that Arsenio Hall hopped over the the counter. The counter. I was just like, I'm waiting for it. This is going to happen. And yep. then it didn't. And Cocked I was sad. that gun like that. Thinking, man, how many times can you cock that gun before you shoot it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, oh, it's going to be a beat down. <laughs> and it wasn't. Yeah, it was a little anticlimactic. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was fun. What else? What? <laughs> there was no blood or guts or gore. No. Sorry. Just on me. <laughs> 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 and that poor girl at work. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad that she's over that. It was terrible for her. Yeah. You know, once infection sets in, it can kill you. Yeah. It, it can absolutely kill you. Yeah. And she had it real bad. Ugh. Yeah. Was that all laparoscopic too? No, I don't think so. Oh, there were no because she had she had big big incisions. Oh, okay. Big big cutouts. Okay. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, that's nothing to nothing to mess around with. No. So yay, good. Yeah. What else? What? Oh, I um I have to say something on a recent. Uh, episode I was we were talking about how when the earth was all together oh when the land masses were all together yeah and I called it panspermia yeah it that's the wrong term it's pangea pangea when all the continents are get together what panspermia is is what people feel is the beginning of life the big bang type thing oh okay so I was right you were we were talking about it but I called it the but wrong we were, thing. But we were talking about something completely different. Right. I was right for the wrong reason. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> correct. That is correct. So I was wrong. She was right. I was right. She was wrong. You know, whatever. Yeah. And we also have to talk about um, Burt Bacharach. We talked oh. about him last. Speaking of movie scores. Yep. Burt Bacharach passed this week. Yes. Old, old, old man. But good for him. Good but for him for hanging out so long. All that music. My God. So much music. Yep. I think every song Dionne Warwick made a hit was his. Yes, I think so. And her voice is beside none. Right. And his music is beside none. And Even I when he did his own music, it wasn't, it was beautiful. Right. Right. They don't make songwriters like that anymore. No. No. So But I don't I don't think that I don't think that the world is the same. No. Y- you can't have songs like that anymore because the world's not correct. You can't write a love song like you did then. No. I I have to agree with you that and especially now since um COVID, I mean, there is nothing lovable anymore, I don't uh. think. <laughs> COVID has killed everything. Oh, it really has taken the fun out of lots of things. Yeah. Yeah, it has. And it's not going away. No, it, it's 
dicking around. It's yeah. doing its damnedest. But yeah. I'm, you know what? The knock on wood, the pandemic was very good to us. Yes. And I bring it on. I'll do that again anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind staying in my home. No. Um. No, and the money I saved by staying in my home was astronomical. Right. <laughs> bring right. it on. Come on, global, global catastrophes. <laughs> Alexis is ready. Yep, and I'll be standing behind that counter for you to spit at me. Yep. You know, so you come on to the store, too. I, well, I'll I was take all you jackasses on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was very kind to the people out because it costs nothing to be kind. And That's true. Listen, I know your job sucks. Yeah, well, yeah, it does. No, because you know, when you're standing on that side of the counter, people think you are less than human. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because... I mean, I do hate waiting in line, especially when you're when you're being a chatty Cathy, but... Well, yeah. I try, I try I get it. to... You have to make your day go, too. Right. And I, I get it. I try to talk to everybody that's in line, but I try never to talk longer than it needs to be talked. Right. I try to make your time in line fast and easy. And get out. Yeah. Okay, great. Have a good day. Okay, bye. Okay. I'm done talking to you. You can leave now. Okay, bye. (laughs) Next. (laughs) And at the store I've been working at, they have two registers at their front end. Oh. Well, well, most of them do. But if I was done talking to you and you weren't getting out of the spot fast enough, I'd step over and motion the next person behind you over. (laughs) Come on over here. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm taking time. That's okay. You you fill up your purse like you want. We're, we'll just go over here. You have a good day now. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I got this down pat. Yeah. Oh, well, I've been in retail for more than you are alive, so yeah, I got I got it all. I figured it all out. But yeah, don't don't be an ass to your cashier in front of me. I'll I'll tell you you're an ass. Yeah, even if they suck. Yep. Just be nice. Yep. Um we d- since Bob has been off, we've had time to talk about new next movies. Yes. What list the of movies that we want to look at? This is craziness that we are prepared. Yeah. Don't expect this yeah, very no. often. I <laughs> only have another week off and <laughs> you know the then we go back to the hell that we live. Yeah. <laughs> no time, no money, no no anything. <laughs> and that movie also has a John Landis connection. You told me that. He was one of the, the story writers. Uh, we're going to sit down and watch Clue next. Oh, I am so excited. Yeah. That's another one of my favorites. It's... I think it's our family favorite. It's a movie that I ha- remember watching... From a very young age. Yep. It was taped off like an HBO free weekend. Yes. Or something like that. <laughs> and we watched the shit out of it. Yep. W- that's that's a movie that is so quotable. It's so funny. And we will not be having monkey brains for our meal. No. But we will have Cantonese. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna veer into Cantonese a little bit. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, that's just that's just a stupid movie <laughs> that you gotta love. It's mindless entertainment. Yep. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang's another one of my favorites. <laughs> oh my, Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. 
all those all those movies that they're just they all have wonderful memories for me and i think that's why i like it you know we watched it as a family yeah we watched it a lot yeah i i remember watching it a lot and yeah. even even as an adult on my own i have watched it it comes out a couple times a year yes on your on your platforms on this or that yeah right now it's on amazon prime yes so that's probably where we'll be watching it and we're hoping that lasts another week <laughs> 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 if not i'm sure i can find a copy laying around yes oh i'm sure you do have it i, I have a I couple I did throw all the um, eight tracks, uh, the eight tracks, where have I been, all of the video cassettes away when I moved. Oh, no. I did unload all, because the video player I had was, had conked out. Yeah. So, you know, why keep all those movies? Do you know how much it is to, to buy a VCR now? Oh, I, in my head it would be expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. And... It's know. it's like buying a VCR in the 80s. Right. Right. And that's probably when my VCR was from. It was probably original. <laughs> you know, and just not not working anymore. Yeah. We have um we have at least two upstairs that Justin has and I don't know if they work. I don't know what is going on. We have a a dual a VHS DVD. Oh my goodness! Player somewhere. Yeah, I remember when those came out too. Yeah. Yep. Oh I my! I don't know if that thing works. <laughs> I don't have a DVD player anymore. No, you play it on your machine, one of your game machines, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we have for a long time. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Uh, the PlayStation is a Blu-ray player. Oh okay. Because that was the next thing after the, you know, the DVDs. You had to have a Blu-ray player. Right. And we used to have one in the bedroom. We just have the Roku machine in the bedroom. Okay. Um, but, but the wind the other night. Oh, oh my God. My. The internet was like, I don't feel like working. Oh. So it was hard to watch TV to go to bed. Yeah. Sucked. I had to keep getting up, fiddling with the modem. Oh, no. <sighs> we did. We had some high winds. Yeah, we did. Although my garbage cans did not blow away. Mine didn't either. So I'm I'm feeling pretty happy about that. Yeah. Especially since it has garbage in it. And the only <laughs> bit of tree falling down we had was a tree at the front of the house, not the side of the house that is dead and I'm half waiting for it to just die on somebody's car. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> we've watched big it. old cottonwood we've watched pieces of it come down in storms and it's just like eh. and you know how l much it would cost to have that cottonwood removed <sighs> because it's so big it would be crazy expensive yep and because it's dead when it's dead it costs more to have a tree removed Ugh. i'm thinking really wouldn't it be easier that's my friend julie just had a bunch of trees removed out of her backyard Ugh. and just the sheer cost of it all yeah and just the estimates that she got she got like 15 estimates before oh. she actually had it done oh my god yeah it's real well it's so dangerous yeah it's just so dangerous and i i think that that tree is on my easement but i mean it's still my responsibility isn't it i think it is <sighs> especially when it crushes your house in half fuck but you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy expensive yeah. to have a tree removed. 
Come on, global pandemic. <laughs> we we need one more. I need I need a little bit of money. I I fixed my roof with the last one. Let me let me get rid of this tree. Come on. <laughs> oh Lord, I hope we don't have another pandemic. That was it was a it was a horrible time, oh. but boy, the money I saved not going out all the time. It was awesome. I know, I know, but it was awful. It was awful. And not enough people stayed home. No. It would have been better if people had stayed home and listened to um, doctors instead of politicians. Right. And now with the office that I'm in now, um, we're like on top of each other before. Oh. You know, we were all pretty spaced out. Maybe that's why you got the COVID this time. Um, yeah. You know, because you'd missed it the half a dozen other times. Yeah. So, ugh. It was also because I gave the guy that gave it to me a hug at oh. the Christmas party. That was nice of you. Yeah. Oh. I think it was floating around before then. Must have been. I don't know. But that's that's where I got it, the office Christmas party. Yeah. It usually is a super spreader, and I usually outrun it, but this year I didn't. Yep. Nope. Nope. Sorry. But thank God it was just one of those bad cold ones yeah it was just i just had a cough and a runny nose and yeah thank god yeah i, I it was a bad cold yeah because i have everything that that would put me in yeah, a hospital all those on co- a ventilator comorbidities that they call them yeah that's an awful word think about that comorbidities yeah other things that'll make you die yeah <laughs> 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 but you're not diabetic no the only the only thing that's that saved me is I think that I'm not diabetic. Yes. Um. But everything else will kill me. I'm overweight. I have high blood pressure. Yeah. I, you know. You used to smoke. I'm a former smoker. I have bad lungs. Yeah. A former smoker asthma. with asthma. Yeah. 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 Oh, what else? <laughs> yeah. You you've got you know your hair is turning gray, you know all of those things. Yeah. I'm an old person. Yeah. Comorbidities. Comorbidities. What a horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's just life. Yeah. You know, once you get to, you know, 30, you've got a lot of comorbidities. Yeah, it's all downhill. You know, then 40, then 50, then 60. Bring it on. Like me coming up to 70. Oh, holy cow. Yeah. When'd you get so old? I don't. You know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I have none. I remember the day I brought you home from the hospital. Yeah. I, you know. That was I, a long time ago. I remember the day I got out of high school. I, How did it happen? I don't know. One freaking day at a time. <laughs> I open my eyes and I'm a day older. It's amazing. It's <laughs> crazy. Woke up, didn't see dirt, good day. Yep craziness so i tell the people at work every day above ground's a good day yes yeah until it's not <laughs> i'm gonna have to go to uncle bisey's you know i always say i'm fabulous but i uncle bisey always says i'm so good i should have been twins <laughs> <laughs> i like that i think i'm gonna start saying that okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks uncle bisey oh dear that's so funny <laughs> I, it's true though you know, why Why be a Debbie Downer all the time? I mean, I am a Debbie Downer, but I try not to spread it around. Yeah, I try not to anymore. Yeah, because, you know, if you start spreading that around at work, it gets pretty 
bleak. Yeah, and work is bleak enough. Yes, it is a four-letter word, you know. And your mother always told you you shouldn't be using those four-letter words. Oh, and I use them all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Me too. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do the Clue movie, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think I think that'll be real fun. We'll have lots of um, things to talk about then. Oh, Not yeah. Not that we didn't with this. This, ev- You know, even because I didn't know this movie, uh, I've known of this movie. Right. And I... Th- thought maybe I had seen it, but I don't believe that I have seen it. And I know that I have seen bits and pieces of it, but I have never seen it all the way through either. Okay. As much as it was on TV, as as much as Justin watches everything, you know, I've never seen this all the way through. Nice. So good. Then it was a first for both of us. Yeah. But I thought it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I would see this again. Would you think about the sequel? Well, the only reason I would think about the sequel is to see what it is that they're coming to America for. You know, why why would they be coming back to America? There's no need. But I would want to know why. That would be the only reason I'd watch the sequel. Yeah. And I might not even watch the whole sequel. Once I found out why, I might not watch it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. What about you? Would you? Uh, Probably not. Huh. Not even to know why they were coming to back to America? We could probably just read about it. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, no. You're going to spoil the fun? So neither of us will ever see it? <laughs> <laughs> coming to America. 2021. African- 2021? Oh, Okay. What? Go ahead, tell us. Hold on. Let me... That that was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2021. The African monarch Akeem learns he has a long-lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet this unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. Um, I'm not buying it. Uh... Three long and prosperous decades after Prince Akeem and Lisa McDowell's opulent wedding and coming to America, King Joffy Joffer and Semi drop a bombshell. As a result, with three lovely daughters and no sons, it seems that Prince Akeem is with his back to the wall. Oh. So, I don't understand this, though, because he wasn't sleeping around in this movie. So, no. where did this unexpected, illegitimate son come from? Right. His servant was doing that. Yeah. Maybe but and he was claiming to be the the prince. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. So now, I don't understand. Yeah, no. It makes w- no sense to me, so nope. I'm going to go ahead and skip it. Yeah, I'll have to skip it too. Yeah. And three lovely daughters, I'm sure one of them is competent enough to Right, but in rule a the country. Patriarchy, you can't. That's that's not a thing. Well, so. it needs to be a thing. Well, women rule the world. With no women, there are no men. Correct. So, but we can't talk about that. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So. <laughs> and we both know that rim- women do rule the world. Well, we try. Yeah, and men only think they can, and all you have to do is look around and see they can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, that's a. That's a slice of politics that I don't personally want to get into right now. No, I don't feel I don't feel like <laughs> I it don't today. Either. 
No, we had a nice, fun breakfast. Yeah. We had a good movie. Yeah. Good conversation. Why should we ruin it? I think so. There's <laughs> 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 no sense in getting hot and bothered. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. So what else? Clue movie. Back to clue the clue movie. movie. I'm excited about it because yeah. it is one of my all-time favorites. Yes. Me too. I'm shouting. I'm shouting. <laughs> No, he only said I'm shouting once before he got hit in the head, didn't he? Oh, right, I am. I'm shouting, I'm shouting, I'm burp. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, and everybody's standing there looking like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that movie. My only question, well, I guess I'll save this for, for the movie discussion because I have lots of questions about some of those murders. Well, Yes. And I have some of the questions about the house, too. I have some questions. I have questions. Okay. I I hadn't thought about it, but okay. As you know, I have lots of time to think about completely... Useless stuff. Useless, <laughs> inconsequential things. Mindless entertainment, I call it. I, uh, I think about lots of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes it's questions about movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it yeah. because I too have questions about the movie. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where are those people now? Some of them are dead. Yes. I know. Um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. There's there's lots of stuff in there that Oh boy. That is still continuing. It's still it's still so funny. I know. Star studded cast. Yes. So funny. But it's it's Odd to me that the last few movies we have ha- we've watched together have been so packed with famous famous actors. Why why is that? Is that what we is that the only thing we enjoy? Well, I think it is kind of funny to watch the the kind of sleeper stuff like we're watching to to see these big bright names in these little tiny projects. Okay. But when they filmed these, but were they big names? Like this movie? Yes. Uh, this is Eddie Murphy at the height. This is this is post 48 Hours. This is post Beverly Hills Cop. Th- this is Eddie Murphy in his prime. Okay. 1988. So yeah. this would have been Raw 1987. Raw came out in like 82. Okay. So this is this is Eddie Murphy at the top of his game. All right. And this is, you know, two or three years before the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah. Woof, 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 woof. You yes. remember? I do. I do. <laughs> and he was pretty then, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, and I think that. Oh, sorry. I didn't turn my phone off. Um, I think that. I think that a lot of the stuff that we watch is, is movies with prime acting in it okay. um like the usual suspects yes i think those guys acted their asses off yes it was such a great movie and it wasn't really expected to do a whole lot okay i you know that's what and amazes it turned me into a huge thing why are they spending all this time and money to make a movie and then not expect it to do anything you know, I don't I don't understand that. I don't know. I think that's to maybe escape diminishing returns. 
if you're not expecting a whole lot and it makes a lot, then it exceeded your expectations, so it's good. Okay, but does that make it a better movie? Well, I don't know, but if people like it, who cares? I guess. And, and Like you said, this movie wasn't really critically acclaimed, but it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice movie. And how does it get to be a cult classic? Because this made money, so how is it a cult classic? Because maybe it's because the rewatchability on it is a little low. Oh. Like, would, like, the only reason I would be interested in watching the whole thing in one sitting again is to try to see what I missed with the um, multiple characters. Okay. Okay. You know, the story is what it is. It f- and for a one-time watch, it was great. Right. But to watch it again, huh. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because we, that well, that's all we've watched is cult classics. And none of them have been the same movie. No. And the rewatchability on some of the movies is really high. So I don't, maybe right. my argument is crazy. Oh. Maybe it's just movies that weren't expected to do well that did surprisingly well. Okay. Like Napoleon Dynamite made a whole boatload of money. Right. But that's kind of gone by the wayside because I don't hear people talking about that as much anymore. Do you? You know, yeah, it's it's turned into a cult classic, but with who? I think it's a it's a cult classic for people my age, the people that watched it in the in the cheap theaters 20 years ago. Okay. Like me. A- and you felt a kinship to this person? Absolutely. Everybody has been Napoleon Dynamite. Right. Okay. And some people were Summer Wheatley. Okay. I yeah. was never Summer Wheatley. I was always Napoleon. Yeah, I was Grandma <laughs> flying through the air, <laughs> landing in the hospital. She broke her coccyx. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I have also broken my coccyx. It's not fun. No. And 20 years later, it still hurts. I know. <laughs> Do you do you have a weather coccyx? No. You know, like I have a weather knee? No. <laughs> um but um, you know, like movies like Lord of the Rings and you know, those uh, three hour epics. It yeah. is a friggin' nightmare oh. to sit through. And you're all dancing around yep. and the person behind you is going Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but, you know, we've watched so many movies, and they're all so different. Yeah. I think the underlying thing is that they weren't supposed to be big, major hits, but they turned into hits. Okay. In their own right. In their own right, yes. Because everyone we've seen has been so different. Yeah. And I guess it's the same premise. I mean, you got a big heist, you got a family problem, you, you know. Yeah, you're looking for love. Right. Okay. You're looking for your your place in the world. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, my good heavens, Ness. Now we get into the philosophical part of our show. (laughs) (laughs) Our zen moment. I mean, I'm sure we could look up and get a, a hard definition of what a cult classic is, but... I don't think it's as romantic as what we could make it up in our brains. All right. I like that better because, you know, 
The movie in my head is so much better than the movie on the screen. Right. That's why I never wanted to see any of the Harry Potter movies, because I read every book, and I loved them, and the movie in my head was so good. Yeah. I didn't need to see a movie. I didn't need it on a screen, because I could run it in my head, and that's a lot of books that I've read. I don't ever need to see a book that I've read on the screen, because... The movie in my head is way better. They really do not do the books very, very much justice anymore. I don't it's think It's really so. about making money. And um, I think the last book versus movie that I that I can remember reading was um, The Hunger Games. And Oh, I read those. Yeah, well, no. Well, the movies were good. The movies were good. But the book was The fabulous. last movie could have been one movie. It could have, it didn't, you know, make it 45 minutes longer, take oh. out some of the BS, and just make it one cohesive movie instead of wasting my time drawing it out into two pieces Oh, just because you want my money. Okay. And you know, they did that with Twilight. Yes. Um, And they're doing that with a lot of stuff now. Just, well, you know, we got to break this epic last book out into right. two pieces. And well, no, you don't. They're calling them franchise. Yeah. Why Why would you call a movie franchise? Well, I, I if, it, if a book has several parts, why can't a movie? Have several parts. Yeah. Why does it have to be a franchise? Why do you have to keep bringing it over and over and over again? Well, because some of them make money. Well, I know that, but because people are sheep. Well, and and too all too often, there's nothing really good to see. No. No, and that's the problem now is there's just nothing at the movies. To see. We were going to go see a movie a couple weeks ago, and we ended up coming home and watching something on Amazon because it was... Nothing you wanted to it see. It was, we could go, we could go watch it. Um, it was a, and it was a Brandon Cronenberg movie, which I enjoy his work, mm -hmm. but, I, you know, the whole plot of the movie didn't, it sounded a little, even outside of what I'm willing to forgive. Oh. And... So it was it wasn't even a movie that I was dying to go see. Justin was just itching to go to a movie theater and I'm just, just like just to go out. Yeah, and I'm like, can't we just wait for like a good movie? Then we came home and watched a stupid movie and it was <sighs> it wasn't what you wanted <laughs> to see either. No. But did you at least have a good meal with it? We had gone downtown and and uh got oh, a um, slice. No, we we went to like a it's like diner food, but like hipster, like hipster fied. Okay. And it's like real fancy. Oh. Diner food. Okay. So I had chicken and waffles. Oh, yes. I remember that. And Justin had a chicken sandwich and a salad and everything was amazing. Yep. It's always very pretty. And they had um the last, the first time we had gone there, they had pumpkin French toast. And Ooh. I wish I had gotten it. And it looked so pretty. It looked like a dessert. Um, but uh, the French toast they were offering this time was uh, it had pork belly with it. And pork isn't my thing, so oh, oh okay. yeah. But yeah. they have a uh, they have stairs there, or I or would take you there. Oh yeah, immediately because the food is so good. Me and stairs aren't friends. Yeah, and there's like fifteen stairs. It's Oof. stupid. It's not so much the going up; it's the coming down. 
Well, it was really, we went with Kurt this last time, and it oh. was hard for him. Oh. Because, you know, he's down a digit. Yeah. He's down more than a digit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's down five digits and the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I imagine for him, too, the going up is better than the coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So the food is amazing, though. Okay. We get takeout. I'll run in for takeout. <laughs> we don't mind takeout. No. We had a we had a lovely lovely meal last time takeout, and we've only had one really bad meal takeout. So. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in all this time, one bad meal is uh, not too bad. Yeah, and honestly, I can't even remember it. So. Yeah. Good. It wasn't even that good. Good. I remember. I can remember, and it was bad. Oh. So good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we've said our piece on coming to America. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. Watch it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And it fits into our February motif of black history. Yes. And Valentine's Day. Because yes. it was a love story. It was. And it was a largely black cast. Yes. Was this a recommended one by your friend? Um, no, but he he was real happy that we were Go doing this it. one. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- uh, you know, my thing is all these huge actors. If we c- every movie we watch has this many huge actors, I I'm for watching anything. Yeah. So yay, and I enjoyed it. Good. Good. I'm glad because yeah. I enjoyed it too. It was a good movie. Good. We're wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Happy Black History Month. Yes. Go learn something. Absolutely. Most of the inventions we use now are thanks to black inventors. Yes. Like scientists that don't get the credit they deserve. Correct. Correct. So go read a book. Yep. Absolutely. And know that we love you. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And we'll see you again on our next Movies with My Mother. Bye. Bye.